Hello listeners. Are you sitting comfortably and ready for this month's edition of the Ashenden Anemometer as at the 20th of May 2017? Cushions plumped up? Good. Then I'll begin. Firstly, we have a public safety message in the form of an alliteration alert. A number of alliterations have escaped and are running riot throughout this edition. Furthermore, although absolutely every effort has been made to astutely avoid puns, written details derive from the same source iPad that has produced puns previously, meaning their absence cannot be guaranteed. If you are sensitive to any of these issues, we recommend the use of earplugs. Otherwise, strap yourselves in. Here we go. Despite the rather modest gusts of late, 28.3 miles per hour on the 17th takes this month's prize, particularly low temperature wind from the wrong direction has put pay to a passion flower and our pride of place standard fuchsia. My fault for casting clouts too early, I hear you opine. Quite right too. I'm not sure if Beaufort observed garden flowers very much, but I give this month's gust a 4 rating, purely based on its nuisance value. Though the winds remain modest, the rain gauge has made something of a comeback in the past week. I don't think you will need reminding. On the 19th of May, it stood at 35mm or 1.4 inches. 30mm or 1.2 inches of that went on during the 17th. You might note that it was me, the day before, who installed additional water hose in the Ashenden Anemometer Pleasure Gardens. Mayor Culpa. My assistant this month has been emphasising the benefits of relaxation, and whilst helping me writing this report, he decided to demonstrate that both wind and rain, it's raining as I write right now, have similar effects on his behaviour. Hmm. I think you could substitute the word immobility for behaviour there and it would still make perfect sense. Sorry, you asked about his demonstration. It consists of informing a natural iPad rest on my, la my legs. The evidence for this is on the Ashenden Village and Ashenden Anemometer sites for all to see. In future, I will be correcting the rebosometer for the effects of precipitation. Perhaps I also need to consider the effects of a freshly fish-filled stomach. The jury's out. Let's sum up for this month. Maximum gust, 28.3 miles per hour. Beaufort, 4. Hardly worth it, but for the bullying my future into submission. Rebus factor. Three. He was breathing. Oh, note. Though weighing heavily on my legs, this observation itself is unweighted for the divers... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll read that again. This observation itself is unweighted for the divers' diluvian conditions. There, I got there in the end. Oh, hot news! The jury has returned. Something fishy was going on. Oh, alliterations. So far, 13. Alternative alliterations, 1. Uh, they're also known as fake alliterations. I bet you fell for that one earlier, right? 
Look, I'm trying to help you here. Any more complaints? Um, well, I'll go into a sulk. Better change the subject. Our Aeolian alphabet has now reached the letter D. On the morning of the 16th of September, 1961, Ireland was hit by winds gusting over 110 miles per hour as the centre of the former hurricane Debbie passed close to the west coast. At a number of stations, the winds recorded that day were the highest measured in Ireland either before or since, while the gust of 113 miles per hour at Malin Head is the joint highest gust ever recorded in Ireland, still stands. While true hurricanes are technically not found at latitudes as high as Ireland, Debbie retained many hurricane characteristics. Damage to property was extensive over the western half of the country, and 11 deaths were attributed to the storm. To make the point, ignore the ultimate gusting and look at the recorded mean wind speed values, which for huge swathes of Ireland were 60 miles per hour plus. That's the maximum momentary gusts as measured here in Ashington, but continuously sustained for over an hour and then some. It's the mean wind speed of 74 to 95 miles per hour that defines a hurricane, which bits of Debbie were still at when she hit Ireland. Rebus, don't worry. It was in 1961. No, no, you needn't worry at all. I said you needn't worry. Oh, dear. No, it's all right. I'm sorry, I'm being interrupted, if you hadn't noticed. It was a contrast to Debbie's lumbering 12-mile-per-hour progress northeasterly as she kicked out at Wales and Scotland. Her forces lessened en route towards Norway, and eventually she lost interest in us all, petering out over Russia a week later. As hurricanes go, and in this case come, Deb is as near as we have got. That's nearly all this month. Now, I'm not off to the pub this time. I'm off on my bike to prevent my own naturally burgeoning iPad rest from getting any bigger. So, it's the open road instead of an open sandwich. As Rebus would say, and has been saying quite a bit in the few past few moments. Perfect. Oops, I think that was a pun. I really must go before any more leak out. What's that in? Right, that's all from me, Richard Phillips, still blustering at 158 metres above sea level. You can remove those earplugs now. Cheerio!